Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you would hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. All right, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. And I'm Noah. Hey! We didn't <laughs> rehearse that. Uh, but yeah, I've got a special guest, Noah. Mr. Noah Reno is stepping in for Justin, who is off fighting dragons. Targaryen dragons? I don't know, maybe. But No, I, I'm not there in the story yet. I don't know if the... Do the dragon's eggs hatch? She just got the dragon eggs. I would like no spoilers, please, for this show that's a decade old. Thank I mean... You. What do eggs do, Noah? Uh, well, the guy in the story said that they've been turned to stone. So as far as I'm concerned, stone doesn't turn into dragons. I mean, that's alchemy laws right there. So that's I've watched true. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I understand Gold how that works. Turns into dragons. So I think is how alchemy works. That's that's cool. Well, regardless, Justin's out uh, for this episode. But thankfully, and God bless him, Noah has kindly, kindly, he is, he is bullied into joining me. Uh, the resident uh, substitute host. Yes, uh, it's always so we're good. Gonna just, we're just going to put on a movie for the, <laughs> for the podcast. Uh, we're going to shit all Jones. over it. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, so I'm so happy to have you here because uh, we've got lots of good stuff to talk about. Noah's kind of our resident game expert. He's He's got all the gaming news. I often turn to him to be like, what's going on in the gaming world? And he's going to give us an update on that. Plus, we've got some other fun stuff to talk about, which I'm super excited about. Uh, but before we do that, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Get this stuff out of the way. You know what it is, y'all. You know what you got to do. Uh, check us out, youtube.com slash podcast. Like and subscribe. Uh, we need you. And it's free. It costs you nothing. We're up to 204 subscribers. We've we've surpassed 200 and we've held it. My biggest fear is that I'd be like, we hit 200 subscribers and then we'd lose some because it happens. People are like, I'm good. I don't need to subscribe to these jack offs anymore. And uh, fortunately, we've held. We've held that level and we're slowly increasing. So if you like what you see here, if you like it and you want to support us, it's absolutely free. Hit the subscribe button. Like the, like the episodes. Uh, it, it means a lot to us. Uh, be sure to check us out on... Um, all our social media at MindGap Podcast. Uh, you can check out our Discord channel, link down below. Come hang out with all of us. Noah's there. Zinny's there. Slotty's there. Wolf's there. Tint's there. Uh, Emilio's there. All good people. All I have. Jared Jervis is there. All good folks. Uh, you can come hang out with us, chat with us about different silly stuff. You can set up game nights, which, by the way, if you're listening to this on the audio, thank you for doing that. 
Uh, you can check us out live on Twitch Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central. And I also host a video game night on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. Haven't been doing that a lot lately because I've had some schedule conflicts. But this Saturday, it's happening. It's happening, y'all. We are going to do my first ever Minecraft stream, which I'm actually really excited for. Um, uh, Slotty has set up a server, and I've played, I don't know, I think I could maybe roughly guess four hours of Minecraft. Maybe more. Maybe six. I don't know. But at the end of the day, uh, I think um, it's it's been pretty minimal and I have no idea what I'm doing. So this should be a lot of fun to go in there with uh, the likes of some other really cool people. And we're going to have some fun. We're going to fuck around and find out, as they say. So yes. very much excited for that. So that's this Saturday at 8 p.m. Central. That's Saturday, August 27th. So come uh, come check us out for that. And uh, what else do I normally talk about in all this? I should have this down. Oh, yeah, Patreon. If you have money and you want to give it to us, patreon.com slash podcast, Or check out our merch at rubbubble.com. And that, as they say, is that. Now, I would like to take a moment and turn to our chat. Zinni said she had a pee story. And I think it's important that we talk about the pee story <laughs> on the actual recorded episode. So she said, I dreamt... Last night, that I had to piss like a racehorse, and it was like a huge volume of pee. I knew it wasn't in the real world. It was my body telling me to pee. That is what you call self-control. But if you did pee, like, imagine. That'd be crazy. Right? If you had to pee as much as a horse. That's a lot of pee, man. I rode a That's horse a recently, and that, that, those, those horses pee a lot. They've, they've got I, a lot going on. Shit, Have I you ever had those dreams? Like as an adult where you're like, oh man, I got to go pee. And you wake up, you're like, geez, no. I really do have to pee. I, I did as a kid, but I, I haven't really as an adult. I've had dreams where I've had to pee, but then I woke up and I was fine. Yeah. So I'm, I, I don't know. Just, I've had them like relatively recently where I just remember I was, I was, wherever I'm going, it's like just the most disgusting bathroom. It's, I, I, either they're all full or they're just absolutely repulsive. Just disgusting. Just like you go into, like I'll go into the stall and it's just like a pile of shit that people have just like, which actually happened, by the way, in college, my freshman year. I heard a story of a floor full of just absolute monster men who decided that one of the stalls was going to be the poop stall. And what they did is they all just agreed that they would just poop but never flush. So they just would go in and they just kept pooping and pooping and pooping until like, the amount of poop started coming up out of the toilet, so they couldn't even sit on the seat. They would just like sort of squat over it, poop, and then go away. <laughs> and um, it was a, just fucking makes me hate men. <laughs> that sucks. That movie Men by A24, that's what actually yeah. what that was based on. It's based on that's a true story. About. Yeah. It's a bunch the of toilet. dudes dumping College. in one toilet and not flushing. <laughs> and what happens in that situation at my school was... Um, they they basically build the entire floor. So at the end of the year, all the stupid shit that you do comes out like you have to pay for it. It just gets spread across. And I know at one point they had done so much stupid shit that I think all of them were forking over like $400 because of all the shit they had to do to clean that up. And I was like, you guys are fucking God. goddamn worse. <laughs> That's, that sucks. <laughs> hey, anyone who went to Augustana College uh, in the year 2000, uh, 2001, 2005, hit me up. Hit me up if you remember that story. 
I got words. Oof, boy, if you're one of those guys, fuck you. Fuck you, sir. You monster. Anyway, I dream about that sort of situation, and I can't go. And then I wake up, I'm like, I have to pee. I'm glad I didn't go to that monster stall in my dream. That's, uh... Sonic goes, you ever seen that shit pile from the Triceratops in Jurassic Park? Come on. Come on. Come on. I don't know. Should I make that the short for this week? I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. (laughs) Maybe. I'll I'll hashtag Augustana College. I'm sure they'll love that one, you know? We'll we'll see if there's any more content for the rest of this episode, because there very well may not be. We'll see. We already already have a clip of me yelling about Overwatch. I guess we don't probably need to. Sure we do. We could always use more Overwatch in our lives. We always the world needs more heroes. Needs more heroes. Um. So, real quick question: I want to pose this to you. You are a man of food and cooking. I am a man of food. And um, I had I got in a, a little bit of a debate with my wife over the weekend. Okay. Uh, we had some friends come over, uh, some family, and I cooked a whole bunch of food. I cooked three racks of ribs. I cooked like seven pounds of pork butt. I made some very delicious cookies, some focaccia. That's all, you know, whatever. I'm just bragging. Also made some homemade ice cream. It was really good. But, um, so, we were using, I was cooking, I guess it does matter. I was cooking all this stuff, and I was occupying a lot of, like, you know, utensils and things like that, and I was ready, like, just like, what are we going to do with the pork? I'm like, well, I'm going to shred it up. And she's like, yeah, but where are you going to put it when you're done? And I I just was like, I don't know, uh, how about we use this, like, big old plastic bowl? I was like, we can shred it up and put it in the bowl. And she goes... No, that's weird. And I was like, why is it weird? It's a vessel to hold the food. Uh, we can put it in there. I'll shred up and put it in the bowl and people can just get tongs and pull the bowl. She goes, no, that's weird. It should go in a pan. And I want to get your initial reaction because Practical Doug has a response to this. And this goes out to everyone as well. It goes out <laughs> to the chat. It goes out to the listeners. If you have thoughts, we posted this as a story on our Instagram to get some people's thoughts on it. But I would, you know, I would like to get your yeah. thoughts. Is it so, weird to put pulled pork in a bowl? No, I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, a bowl is is meant to have food put in it. Right. right? So, I mean, I'm I'm thinking... If I was at like a family reunion or if I was at like a like a church luncheon or something and there was a bowl of, pu- of pulled pork or barbecue pork or something, I wouldn't I wouldn't think about it. I, it wouldn't even be I wouldn't consider it a, a strange thing at all. Right. I, I would I would not think about it at all. I would yeah. just see it. I'd be like, I'm going to take some of that and I'd move on. Right now. So thank first of all, thank you for agreeing with me. Jill would say that because you're a man. <laughs> That's why you answered that question. And she would probably want to speak, to speak to Hannah to get her thoughts on it. Because um, I called Justin on FaceTime and he's like, I don't see the growth. He goes, I know because you're a man and that's why you think it's okay. So here's where Practical Doug weighs in. Practical Doug says, if you want to keep it warm, some sort of like, you know, foil pan, cover yeah. it up. You want to maintain that heat. I get it. But just for the sheer sake of serving, like, Mm-hmm. what are we gonna eat this pork out of like she goes no 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 <laughs> chips go in a bowl pulled pork doesn't go in a bowl and i was like listen you ever had a chipotle bowl huh you ever had that apparently papa john's <laughs> is gonna do a papa john's bowl where they just not even gonna put dough they're just gonna or put no pizza toppings and stuff into a bowl fuck that <laughs> i can't i can't deal with papa john's anymore <laughs> 
but they no, hurt I mean, you? I'm, I'm thinking, uh, yes, yeah, so much. <laughs> uh, <I> just, yeah. <laughs> so much no, pain. Just, well, not me, actually, specifically, but I, I remember just being in high school and going over to uh, my friend's house who um, was uh, celiac. And oh. We'd be like, well, it's your house, so you're buying the fucking pizza, dude. Oh, no! <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't fucking eat it. Uh, that, that shit sucks. I feel so bad for doing that, but we did do it quite a bit. <laughs> so really what you're uh, feeling when you hear Papa John's <laughs> is you're hearing your guilt of making your yes. friends eat pizza. So There's for, a lot of guilt surrounding the Papa John's franchise. Yeah, for, as there should be. For anyone who's not familiar with celiac disease, it basically means you can't have bread. <laughs> or gluten is really what it is. Like, it... Yes. Uh, my favorite thing is I just typed in celiac disease and there's like a picture of a woman holding herself like this and there's like x-rays of her tummy or like drawings of her tummy. She's like, I'm going to shit myself if I eat this. So, yeah. Um, well, no, back to the, I'm thinking, when I picture a bowl of something, either it's aluminum or it's clear, I'm thinking, okay, unless it's like specifically a punch bowl, if it's big enough to hold any number of food, it could be fruit, it could be chips it could be sauce it could be salad salad it could be anything so because it varies because bowls aren't like down to a specific thing i think putting meat in a bowl is fine i agree that's how, that's how i feel about it like is it the most bowls ideal way to present it probably not right especially again if you're if you're concerned about maintaining heat you know especially i think it, it even fits a little bit more if you have a bowl right next to it with mac and cheese in it because i because that's like synonymous for me is having like a big glass bowl of mac and cheese like a family function so then yeah. if there's a big glass bowl of meat right next to it then that's like completely fine yeah interesting so uh slotty says pulled pork to my knowledge doesn't have a designated serving dish and i'm like yeah that's kind of how i feel about it he says though it's likely best in one of those giant aluminum deep curling pants agreed again if yeah. you're trying to keep it warm right you want to heat it up again you put some aluminum foil on top you keep all that stuff trapped in there that makes sense like i totally yeah. i totally get that but for the sake of this pork probably isn't going to survive the meal of 15 people throw it in a goddamn bowl <laughs> nobody cares again because the question is is it weird and i think the answer is no so jill you've heard it here it's not weird. Anyone else have some <laughs> thoughts? Sound off in the comments. Let us know on our social medias. Is it weird? I beg to differ. At the, at the end of the day, the designated serving dish is my mouth. That's right. And that's where it's going to go. That's so. right. Amelia says, if I was having new people over the house, I would use a foil pan to keep it warm. Is it, If it's family, I'm using a bowl. Y'all ain't special. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Well, thank you for helping me clear that up. That was, I was, I was like, Absolutely. I got to get Noah's perspective because I feel like he's going to give me the real deal here. So last time we had you on, you gave a really great update on Overwatch 2. And the update was this game is never coming out. So, um... I yeah. believe there's been some updates in that in that there, area. There has been a bit of an update. The game is coming out <laughs> uh, soon. In in 42 days, on August 4th, a little over a month away, uh, Overwatch 2 is seeing its release. Nice. Which, is, which blows my mind because I wasn't. I didn't know at the point of recording the last podcast I was on if it was going to happen. By the uh, way, the last time you on were on was episode 315, which honestly, pretty damn close to a year. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, because <laughs> we're yeah, we're episode this is episode 360. So 
Yeah. Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> it's that's it's God. It's been I'm, a year. I'm huh? so happy. I'm just so happy that the game is coming out. I really am because I was I was cautious at the time to get excited for it because I didn't know when it was coming. Um, but there's been so much that has happened since. Uh, just between there's been two live betas. There's been a lot of news drops. The game has been a lot has the uh, the developers have been very vocal with us and communicative with the community. Uh, they did a full like turnaround from the last time we talked about it. Um, and now the game is very close to coming out. Uh, this is to say that the full game is not coming out, just the multiplayer, which uh, does not include the single player slash co-op campaign that like kind of constitutes what Overwatch 2 is or the reason why they are making a sec like, a two instead of it just being like an update, um, which could maybe not come out until 2023, 2020, like late 2023, maybe even 2024. But I mean, um, if we're being honest, it's like, you know, releasing a Call of Duty game or, or and people are like, hey, yeah. man. Can you make sure that the single players in there? Nobody gives a shit. People are in for the for the multiplayer. So I think this is a smart move. Yeah. Like just yeah, um, release the multiplayer and yes. the other stuff will come later. Yeah, and the multiplayer is big. Um at the at the time of speaking, uh if we're not including the betas, we know that or like all all of that new content that is going to be in the game at launch is three new characters, six new maps, a new game mode. Uh, redesigns on every single character in the game that like that would from overwatch one um hundreds of new like 100 plus new skins uh, as well as a battle pass system microtransactions etc etc because the game is going to be free to play uh which is very interesting that they're doing that uh it makes sense uh because the game for the last five four years i guess that it's been out five years that it's been out you've been able to pretty consistently pick it up for around 10 to 20 dollars and then you never have to spend money on it again and mm. people who bought the game at that buy-in price of ten dollars have every single skin in the game so that that that's uh that kind of way of monetization just doesn't isn't profitable anymore it just hasn't been for a while i'm assuming Which that's sucks, why they man. to work on the second game it was great that they gave us all the content in the game for free with the release of the game uh, but they just weren't making money doing it. So it makes sense that they're going to this free-to-play battle pass weekly rotating shop model uh, as disappointing as it is. Uh, yeah, I, 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 microtransactions always rub me the wrong way, but as long as it doesn't halt any sort of progress, I'll tolerate it. Because I've, I've heard that, I guess, from that like Diablo mobile game that... Like some of your progress was halted unless you did the loot box stuff, which is just basically, hey, pay for the slot machine. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I mean, the things that they've said about it, at least, are that they the game itself is not changing. I mean, the the multiplayer is staying the same. They are, there are some things that are different, like they're removing your like level from the game. So right now I'm level 600 in the game. But that's going away. So there is no numerical value to what to you have on the game. Um, that's just gone, which is fine. I don't really care about that. Yeah. Um, they are changing the competitive system a little bit. We don't really know the, the changes 
that they're making to the competitive system. Um, but we also know that they're adding sort of like an MMR, like a hidden MMR to the casual mode. So you're still playing with people at your level, even in the casual game mode, which I think is really good. Uh, I think that rubs people some some like the wrong way because people hate skill based matchmaking and games like that. But why do people hate that? What, what's their beef with that? I'm not so sure. I, it always sounds like a good thing to me, but then people are always complaining about it because I guess you could like get a really good game. You move up a couple points on the totem pole, and then you're in with people that are just substantially better than you. And then you just lose a couple of games, and then you get down to a level where you're playing with people that you are much better than. And then you climb a little bit, and then you get in with people that are just way better. And it's just like a cycle, and you're never playing with people at your actual level if it's not implemented properly. That's fair. I never do competitive or rank stuff. I just I have zero desire to deal yeah. with tryhards. I'm like quick match all day long. I don't need to do. I don't need to test my metal. I'm gonna be 40. Like I'm. I don't. I don't care. I just want to play the game and have fun with my friends. <laughs> I am excited for the revamped competitive. Um, I'm just excited for the game. Yeah. I, I, we have put in just me and in, in my in my stack, uh, my team. We have put in a lot of time in Overwatch. Yeah. In the last couple, like this season specifically is probably the most Overwatch I've played uh, since the game's release, and I'm having a great time. Like I am having a lot of fun with it. But I'm really, really excited for it to get this update because I think it needs it. I mean, the, the game has been in a content drought for so long. <laughs> I mean, it started to start to feel like I don't I don't remember what it was before getting new content added to the game. I mean, because this game originally came out in 2015, right? Uh, early 2016. Early 2016. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, six years. In, would and you argue like the last three years there's been a content drought more or less? Yeah, the last character was released in 2019, and then okay. they've released two deathmatch maps, which is yeah. not a game mode that I play. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I gotta uh, say, like, also, you know, uh, Ryan uh, Passion, he's saying, you know, uh, shout out to Team Water Cooler Gang, the most I've played at any single game within a month, other than maybe <laughs> Civ Five. Um, I've I've been you 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 all been kind enough to let me join in from time to time, and I have. Had so much fun playing that with you all. I'm like, wow, a squad of six. This is awesome. It's so nice just yeah. to, because also you're very gentle. Because I'm like, I don't know. I'm not as good as you all are. Like, and and it's, I just sort it's of. It's such you know. a, it's such a unique experience to play a game like that with people, like mm -hmm. with friends. Um, yeah. Definitely not playing it alone. Even beyond just like a duo queue or even a triple queue. But playing with a full team, getting full communication, and people who actually care about the game and really do enjoy playing it, like we do. Mm -hmm. um, I we have we have gotten like the full experience from the game from the times that I have played the game solo. Like when it first came out, I played that game completely by myself. Same to uh, me and Alpaca Lunch. We used to just duo that game, and we ranked fairly high when we were playing that game competitively, just the two of us. And then in the last year or so, we've gotten more people added to the group and stuff, and we've been able to play the game as a five stack or a six stack. Uh, and it's like each of those experiences is vastly different, but it's just been a really, really good time to play that game and just be able to communicate and like treat it like a sport almost. Treat it as, yeah. like, as, as a as a like you go to the court of, with play yeah. pickup games, you know, with other people. Yeah. Well, you got your squad together. Yeah, I, I yeah. dude, I remember grinding out Overwatch by myself. Like, and I, 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 I mean, honestly, I enjoyed it, but there was also a part of me that felt very empty as I was like, this would be fun to play with <laughs> some other friends. 
it would yeah. be great because at the time my brother was like ah, i've got more friends on the console so i'm gonna go play it on console mm-hmm. and i was like oh man well, that's that's an amazing thing now is that there is not only cross play but there's mm-hmm. cross progression now so all of your accounts are going to be merged into one account and you can play with people on playstation on switch on xbox on on pc uh, which I think is good. I mean, they they did have crossplay. They added that in in the last in the last year. Crossplay mm-hmm. has been added to the game, but it's it hasn't been a substantial change. Um, but with the added benefit of cross progression, if I wanted to go play a game on my Switch, if I'm in Michigan visiting my parents, I can still play with my friends, which is awesome. Yeah, um, and still like squat up and be and you know keep keep it going, keep the grind going. Is there? An advantage, because I know in the past, like consoles would have like auto aim and and things of that nature or or tracking and things like that. Is that still a thing that happens with console versus PC gaming? Because I I used to hear that PC gamers were more elite, you know, not to throw out any sort of like, you know, not to (laughs) gaslight anybody. But that's the rumors that the PC people are more powerful because of their ability to use a mouse. Um, The console games still do tend to have auto aim. That was a big a point of contention in apex mm. um because even if you just plugged in a controller you would gain access to auto aim or just ah. like the aim assist not auto aim but aim assist uh overwatch i'm not so sure i know it doesn't have it on pc but I, i'm not sure what the console situation is i haven't played the game on console in a very very long time uh i i think generally it just is like you can be really good on on gamepad i mean i'm sure there's some people that are better at the game than i am if like on gamepad than i am on mouse and keyboard but nine times out of ten just having like the function of the mouse it's just makes more accuracy you can can hone it you can hone it better to your specific like flick or movement Mm -hmm. or tracking i'm so Uh, so bad with console like with 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 controllers man i i have not i need to get one for my computer to play games like you know ultimate chicken horse which mm-hmm. i continue to use keyboard for um but i just i'm not i'm no good with them like i i might yeah. take that back Sh- first person shooters terrible with yes. with with the joysticks and everything. i i cannot aim to save my life i'm just like hey, hey, <laughs> eh. terrible absolutely terrible although i have to say obviously flying in those kinds like with those it makes it a lot easier with with a gamepad and things like that but i have i have i'm like the days i literally was like i should go get you know when we're playing ultimate chicken horse or stick fight i was like i should go get a this is now when i should get a game game controller and i still haven't done it yet i just haven't gotten around yeah i've i've really lost my touch i used to be console only um and i've kind of lost that touch where i definitely couldn't pick up a first person shooter and and be competent at it but i've have always played like platformers and third person action adventure games and stuff like that on controller because it just feels right. It, it just makes always sense. feels better than keyboard and mouse to me. Cause I mean, it's like if I'm playing Celeste, which is one of my all time favorite games, uh, I don't know why I would want WASD and the space bar. I don't want to play the game with one hand. I want to be in it. You know, it's like the, the mouse has no function in a game like that. So yeah, <laughs> And Slotty <laughs> says, just eat a weed gummy, go silent, and become a stick fight pro. If you Big checked yes. out our, our stick fight uh, stream a couple Saturdays ago, uh, usually Slotty isn't like a huge trash talker, but Slotty, you know, <laughs> Slotty has some communication things, and Slotty was silent 
for the most of it. And I kept asking him, like, hey, man, you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Because he would just exist and nothing. Ryan, Ryan goes, I actually know. He just wasn't saying anything. And, like, later, I think the next day, I go, he goes, hey, did, was my behavior noticeably different? And I go, yeah. He goes, yeah. So I took a weed gummy and it kicked in like way sooner than I thought. And he goes, I could only focus on one thing at a time. So he couldn't game. talk and play at the same time. <laughs> so if you go back and watch that live stream, you'll just notice like, because Slatty was also the only one that was able to block most of the time. He was like in the <laughs> matrix. He could see the code. And he was like, <laughs> he was hitting the blocks every time. I thought like his daughter was nearby or something like that. And she was like kind of half talking to her. So he was on mute or something, but he was just so quiet the whole time. It's because he was stoned out of his mind. Uh, I tell you, oh. we stream live on Saturdays, 8 p.m. Central. Come check it out. It'll be good. good. Time. Minecraft this week. <laughs> right. Goes, I honestly thought I was late to the stream and he was tired. That's what we I were thought. Tired. We, we were tired by the end of that one. That was exhausting. Like by the end of that, like that was, it's like playing Magicka, just mentally exhausting. But, uh, but I, but I know that I am going to be, I'm going to be exhausted on Overwatch by the time the game comes out or like yeah. when the game comes out, I'm going to be streaming it a lot. I, I know that they, it releases barring any major server issues. I plan to do like a drunk stream, big celebratory thing. Um, cause I just want to play the game. Uh, there's, there's all these new characters, all these new maps. Um, I, I played quite a bit of the first beta that they did, but the second beta happened to coincide with my bachelor party. So uh, I was occupied. I had occupied. a bunch of my palos over. And uh, so I didn't get to spend as much time in it as I did the first one, which I think is fine, which I'm actually perfectly OK with, because at this point, I'm like, I don't want to play the game if I can't like play the game. I, right. like, I don't need the I don't need the tease anymore. I'm like ready for the main dish. Yeah. Uh, and it's so soon. I mean, it's going by. August went by so fast. Yeah, we are like right around the, the corner. The release date's October fourth. Like that. That is almost here. I I'm looking forward to it because I've again I don't play Overwatch a lot because it requires you know for me I'm like I I need to play with other people. <laughs> Occasionally I've hopped on and just played by myself and I'll just play healer because I'm like no one can get that mad at you, right? Right. Well. When you're a healer, right? And you're not healing the Genji who's, you know, across the map, you know, just trying to stab people. And they're like, I need healing. I need healing. I need healing. And you're mercy. You're like, well, if I if I fly over there, I'll get killed. But it's like, ah, why aren't you uh -huh. healing? And it's like, this game sucks. No, um, I, I'm looking forward to it because I, I would definitely love to, um, I'd love to play it again. It's, mm -hmm. you know, one of those, uh, one of those games that I enjoyed and, you know, I'm, if there's ever room in the squad, I'd there's be happy always to, room in the squad. to, to so, fill in. So that is uh, the major the major difference is actually that the game is now there's no longer six versus six. It's now five versus five. They have removed one of the two tanks from the game. They took them and they threw them out the window. Get the fuck out uh, of here. They said, get the fuck out of here. But Doomfist is a tank now. So that's Doomfist. fun. Uh, but I like it. I, I mean, I, the, the time that I've spent in this 5v5 format, I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, it really does kind of designate the tank as like the leader, especially which is really nice when we are playing as that five stack mm -hmm. of just like being like, hey, you are the big guy that doesn't take a lot of damage or that can suck up a lot of damage. You make the calls. You tell us where to go. The team will like con conglomerate around you and 
you know, and, and we win and we, it's great. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, it's the, they're the percussion section, you know, of the yes. band where I remember when I was in band, uh, my, my band director would say, listen, whether the drums are right or wrong, you follow the drums. You have to follow the beat. Like you <laughs> doesn't matter. So it's kind of the same way with the tank here. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting just to see how things have changed by removing one of the tanks. Um, with the introduction of some of these new characters, uh, which of the two characters that we know of, both of them have been incredibly powerful, uh, like meta, mm -hmm. and uh, people are using them. People really like them, especially like the competitive, like the professional players, um, which they said they're going to fix uh, the new tank because she is outrageously powerful right now. Is that Junker Queen? That is Junker Queen, who just has an, she has an ability that every 10 seconds on a cooldown, she gets half of a Lucio beat, and it affects the entire team. It gives everybody on her team 100 health, and it gives her 200 health, I think. Uh, and, it, and it immediately decays, so as soon as it, it's applied, it starts to break down. But still, every 10 seconds, her entire team just gets health. <laughs> it's fucking awesome uh but it's developed a new meta and everybody uh, in competitive is playing it right now or everybody yeah. in like the league play is playing it right now so yeah i just i literally see the uh the oh, headlines and it gives them a speed boost it gives them a speed boost too heal and a speed <laughs> why would you think that's okay all right anyway who cares like whatever we all make mistakes Junker queen to be nerfed in the next uh, overwatch league yes. patch change is also confirmed yeah i mean um yes. so I guess from a, a player standpoint, and maybe if you could put on your designer hat, if you could, like, when when the meta, the meta, what the fuck am I? Who am I? Beta, the, the, beta the meta. meta. Where the meta's here. Uh, when, when the meta. Go meta. Go meta. Um, it, when you kind of have, is a game broken when it's like you have to play these characters to be successful? It's not broken. It's just not fun. Uh, what a great the, what a great response not broken just not fun because because, because if, if there's a character that's just objectively better than another one that's fine that's okay but it's not fun when all you can do is play that character or you lose mm -hmm. it, it's not it's not inherently broken it's just inherently anti-fun which is a problem overwatch has had before with the goats meta which is like three that was the one where it was like three tanks, tanks right yeah and it was just like a rush a rush game where both teams were just like who can get to the other team faster and hit them harder mm -hmm. and it was the same six characters every time and that was the game for like two years and that's all you could do uh and that's the case now basically is that all you can do is play these characters because junker queen is so strong and because all these players play at such a high level that their like hit scans are very very effective mm -hmm. you just hop on this new sojourn character which has like a one-shot headshot and as well as like movement abilities and area of effect abilities uh, or just like one of the other many characters that can one shot headshot. And then the rest of your team takes off and beats down the, the lower health characters. And then the other the two snipers fight each other. And that's the game. So Sojourn could theoretically one shot headshot a tank and that's it. Not necessarily. So she has a rail gun. So okay. uh, it's like her left click is just like a projectile shot that goes. And as she fires it, it builds up her right click, which is a hit scan that does a shit ton of damage. Gotcha. Uh, if you were to just like say a roadhog has 600 health go. OK, I'm going to shoot only at his head, hit every single hot shot on his head until the rail gun is at 100 and then shoot him again. He'd He's have 100 health left. Gotcha. Okay. Which which is a substantial amount of damage. Yeah. Maybe that's... maybe two hundred. Just yeah. dependent on 
He basically yeah, nuked most of his health away where he's like, Dah! you know, it's it's scary. No, that's, that's unlikely mm-hmm. to hit just like a million headshots and then another headshot. Mm-hmm. But it's still just like that is the damage output. OK, interesting. Uh, on top of having this hurricane sphere that she can that's a, that she can shoot out and then anybody inside it gets slowed and takes damage over time. This is going to be fun to play it's, through all it's this. It's awesome. No, it's a lot of fun. I, I mean <laughs> that I mean so that in a sincere way like I'm excited just <laughs> because that's kind of what's fun about games like this. Um it's like first day of a World of Warcraft launch on either yeah. of the initial game or a new expansion because everything is new to everybody. And everyone yes. is in the same space. What what sucks is this stage of Overwatch where people have played it for so long put in so many hours that everybody knows everything there's no surprises and if you're just starting it is a brutal landscape yes. to join and be like i'm here and people are like get the fuck out of here you know and you're dead so so that is the two things that are that is really good about this october 4th launch is the going free to play and then outside of the betas these are considered new characters that nobody's ever played or seen before um including a third character which is so we have the tank the the dps and a new support character that we know nothing about um, other than they have, an, they have an ability that has a speed boost function. That's all we know. Fuck you, Lucio. Um, and so when the game comes out and hopefully thousands of new people who have never played Overwatch before come in, not only do they get this whole big wide experience that they're sharing with all the people who are just coming into the game for the first time, but we also have all the veterans who are now getting three new characters and a bunch of new maps with no pre-established meta, especially after this Junker Queen change. Because yes, she's very strong right now, but we know that she's not going to be when the game comes out. So we have no idea what any of that's going to look like in a month's time when the game comes out. Yeah, see, that'll be fun because it levels the playing field. It's for everybody. And yeah, the people like you and your squad who have been playing you guys will adapt really quick but still the maps are going to be new you're not going to know the best way to go and the timing and things like that it'll take it'll take about 24 hours and then everyone you know will be up to speed (laughs) that's usually how it goes you can there's a noticeable difference 24 hours in where i'll never forget when i i was really into world of warcraft and when the first expansion came out um burning crusade and you were able to go into the outworld and the big thing about that was like you could fly at the end you could get your own flying mount and i remember and i was in the starter area and everyone was there it was really cool and then i don't know maybe 20 hours 24 hours in there was a guy that was flying and you could only do that if you got from level 60 to level 70 had enough money and then bought the mount and everyone was like what the fuck how did this guy get there how's he flying and the guy they're like the, the the lore about this guy was that he had lost his job and he didn't give a shit anymore and he all he wanted to do was play this game and he did for like straight and he leveled got to level 70 and was just flying over everyone in his eagle and i was like what the shit how it's like yeah he's just playing the game and then I'll, it's like there's definitely a ticking clock in how all the the fun yeah. and the beauty of it is there for a brief moment and then it starts turning like what the fuck you don't know how to play this map it's like, dude, it's been a day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, oh, and that's the um, that's the interesting thing about having a battle pass now is that you don't know, especially because you will likely be able to buy tiers on the battle pass. But you never know. Can I pause you real quick or not? I've heard the word battle pass used a lot. I don't think I really know what a battle pass is. So a battle pass is simply just you're a new is a progression system. So okay. if a game has like a levels or whatever, it's obsolete. It's stupid. It does. It's done. 
levels in a video game like like a Call of Duty or, or Overwatch or anything like that, it's obsolete now because it doesn't determine your your skill level. Just keep a timer of how long you played the game, and that's enough. Because the battle pass is your new level. It's if you're level one, you get a little trinket. If you're level two, you get a spray. If you're level three, you get it. You get a bad skin. And then all the way up to level one hundred, where you get the ultimate super skin. And hopefully along the way, you get enough currency to get the next battle pass, mm-hmm. uh, or half of the currency to get the next battle pass, so that it keeps getting money from you. It is just the way to get. To, to monetize the game you, okay. you buy into for ten dollars if they're done right then you never have to spend that ten dollars again if you play the game enough because it is an incentive to play the game uh ten or twenty dollars you play through this 100 levels it's xp based so the more you play the game or the better you play a game you get more xp and then you unlock cosmetics it's oftentimes cosmetics and sometimes they're they're the specific game's in-game currency which can be used to buy other cosmetics or you put it back into the next battle pass uh, and that's all it is. It's okay. just a new version of monetization. It's, Thank it's you an for alternative to that. loot boxes where every like nine weeks or so they get, they put in a new battle pass, which with a hundred new levels of new cosmetics and new whatever. Um, and in Overwatch's case, that's just what they're doing now. So there's there's weapon charms in the game now that you can equip on individual characters' weapons. So I could put Hanzo's sake bottle on Reinhardt's hammer, or I that could put. Is... I could, <laughs> I could put Cassidy's uh, uh, previously McCree's. There's been a name change, I believe, since the last time I was on the podcast. I think we talked about it last um, time. Yeah, um, he could get his little like cowboy hat badge. And actually, I think I have it over there, uh, but uh, but with the gun behind me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it. That's true. Uh, and put that on Sombra's gun or whatever. Um, but there's also new sprays and new skins and all all of that. Uh, which is just the way they're doing things now. It's the loot box system. It's not working anymore. So uh, as of in seven days, loot boxes will no longer be purchasable in Overwatch. Uh, nice. And by the time the game launches, uh, they will be gone completely. Nice. I'm okay with getting rid of loot boxes. I never really enjoyed them. Um, yeah. They definitely feel like a slot machine, and slot machines are gross. So. <laughs> yeah. It, it always felt like... I, I am uh, I have zero self control, so I spent hundreds of dollars on loot boxes. <laughs> in Overwatch. I, I, li- I likely have spent at least over two hundred dollars on loot boxes in Overwatch, so I can say hundreds. It probably isn't more than that, but it probably is close to that. Um, you know what? Proud of you for being honest and admitting that. And there is just something about the the yellow circle popping up yeah. or the the golden thing popping up as opposed to, it is it is a, it's an addiction it's gambling it, it just yeah. is and i would ra- but i would rather do that and at least have like the thing for this game that i specifically pay or like i play a lot than going and spending it at a casino and getting nothing or money well, but I'd lose the money, and then I'm and not I'm if you bet it all anyway, on red. So. There's a 50-50 yes, chance. That is true. That is just true. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's the thing. I've never been to a casino before. I think I have a tendency to be addicted to gambling. Yeah. Uh, and Overwatch loot boxes has kind of validated that <laughs> that belief or that fear. Um, and so I, I've done it. I've done it a lot, and I'm glad that they're going away because I I don't need to do that anymore. Oh Jesus, yes. that's all good. Uh, I don't I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, uh, I have most basically all the skins in the game now, so I'm so I'm good. I'm satisfied. <laughs> that's good because the game comes out in a month, so I'm glad you and finally the game got comes everything. Out in a month. 
Uh, and of course, they still have their monetization, but I've bought into that already. Uh, they had this, it's called the Watchpoint Pass, which is this, uh, it was, the way they talked about it was very poorly done. They did mm -hmm. not communicate what it was very well to the audience. What it was to the general public was just beta access to the second beta. But what it actually was is the first battle pass, uh, 2,000 of their in-game currency, which they have confirmed that each battle pass is 1,000 of that in-game currency. So technically three battle passes, which is about $30. Uh, two deluxe skins that are only going to be available through it, whatever. But then you also get Overwatch 1 with it. So if you oh. didn't previously own Overwatch 1, you can buy Overwatch 1, start playing it immediately, and then get three of the battle passes for when the game launches. It's not a bad deal. For $40, which the game is usually $10. So you're buying it at that reduced $10 price and you're buying three battle passes for when the new game comes out. Yeah, it makes sense. Which makes sense to me and is fine with me and I spent the money on it and uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's fine. I just whatever. know that I'm going to be playing the game enough mm -hmm. to to have it be worth it. If I, if I was only playing the game sometimes or even if like, like Fall Guys. Fall Guys just started doing this uh, premium battle pass thing. I'm not going to buy the Fall Guys one because I don't play Fall Guys enough. But Overwatch is one of the three games that I play consistently that I think that it it's already paid for itself because I know I'm going to put a lot of time into the game over the next year. There's definitely something to be said uh, where you're like, this is actually kind of worth it. You know, you're like, yeah. I, I spent enough time with this. You're like, that's ah, cool. I'm cool with with putting more into this because this is where I spend a lot of my time. I, I think that makes sense. It, it also, in my mind, is just like, OK, I've spent my money on this game. I spent my money on this free game. So if a if a nice skin pops up in the store or whatever, I'm not going to buy it. I don't need yeah. to buy it. I've already put money into the game. I, I don't know what's going to happen next season. I don't know what's going to be in the next battle pass. I want to keep this this currency. I want to keep it in my pocket for this one specific thing. And that's my that's my buy in into the game. I think that makes sense. So when this game launches, do you think that, you know, while you're putting in all of that time and all that effort, do you think you're going to run into some intense fighting? Do you think you're going to be maybe perspiring? Do you think maybe you'd be showing some signs of being fucking wet? Do you think that's possible? Hmm. No, probably not. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, the game is going to be, for the first couple weeks, maybe, or maybe the first week, I don't think it's going to be all that. Yeah. I think there will likely be server issues. I think there will likely be a bunch of new people who have never played the game before who are going to immediately hop into competitive and lose because they've never played the game before. They don't know the characters. Like, they might have aim. They might hop on Soldier 76 and do really well. But, like, all in all, probably not knowing the game as in depth as someone like me might know the game you know uh, -huh. uh and so that that is likely going to be the case uh the hope is that there aren't very many ser uh, server issues and the hope is that those people recognize that they're just dog shit at the game and if they play it a little bit more they will get better at the game instead of saying this game's too hard i don't want to play it anymore and then leave and never play the game again yeah um because I think the game's going to be a lot of fun. I think with Blizzard's turnaround and the Microsoft acquisition and the game finally just being out and them trying to make peace with the community again, that all I can hope is that the game is successful and that people want to play it. And people who, who are not playing it now, who have never played it before, want to play it. And maybe Blizzard 
will make the decision to do some sort of I don't know animated content based on this world that yeah, they built. Yeah, maybe like an anime, like a like an Overwatch anime. Yeah, or just again, or just take a page of... out of the uh, League of Legends, like they did with Arcane. Yeah, I. Natalie and I just two weekends ago went through all of the short films like the animated shorts from Overwatch she just was like can we watch the next one we just mm -hmm. kept watching them because they're good they're great they're wonderful content and you know you, th there's this world of lore that is so grossly overlooked and they keep adding these shorts for new characters and I'm like but it doesn't mean anything because this is well, still just to shoot him up. That's what the PVE is going to be. Yeah, hopefully. The PVE is going to be. The PVE is going to be a big fucking lore dump. And <laughs> it's going to be living. It's going to be consistent. It's going to keep mm -hmm. getting... It's going to be a live service game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're going to have... I believe what they said is they're go there's going to be like 200 missions in the game in this... I describe it as like Diablo-esque. Mm -hmm. I don't okay. know if it's actually going to be Diablo-esque. I know it's like... I don't know if there's a hub world or anything, but like you go through and each level is essentially a dungeon crawl that you do with your friends. Mm -hmm. um, and there's each character has like a Borderlands style tier or a tree skill tree. And so you get all these wacky new abilities like May when she does her ice block, turns into a snowball and knocks people over like bowling pins um, or Reinhardt's shatter goes in 360 degrees around him, you know, that kind of stuff. And that, that just kind of happens as you level up your character or whatever. Um, but, <laughs> sorry, but it's like, that's good. That's going to be overwatch too. That's what overwatch yeah. two is. And so I don't know if that's going to be $60. I don't know if that's going to be $30, but I do know that that's where a lot of their development is going. I know that's where a lot of their their storytelling is going. I know that's good. where a lot of like the gameplay development is going. So I hope that's good too. <laughs> I mean, I I will likely buy into that too. Uh, I know that that is also a way that I could get like uh, my fiance to play with me. It's because she she's not so much into the competitive aspect of the game or the PvP aspect of the game, but she likes the characters. She likes the world, and so a, a potential way for her to get into it is to shoot at robots and just do yeah. cool stuff and it not be high stakes or high stress at all i agree i love pve content like and i love being able to do that especially in that world because i mean everything that came out because i know overwatch originally was supposed to be an mmo and then they changed yeah. it and they switched it and they they made it to what it is and um it's just got a wealth of fantastic story and it's just a real shame that if you want the story you have to go and read it on a wiki somewhere about yeah. what's the timeline of things that happened and when, and it's so cool. And, and again, some of my favorite shorts are, you know, the, the Genji and Hanzo one, like the brothers one mm -hmm. or the Reinhardt one, you get to see this cocky character and why he is the way that he is today. Hell, even Bastions, one of the most hated characters yeah, in the game. The <laughs> even his story is, is really cool. Um, well, you, you have know, all these factions, you have like so much, cause you have, um, Talon, Blackwatch, Overwatch, you have the uh you have the Omnex, which is just like this this robot intelligence of like race of people that have gained sentience. You have uh the I don't I can't remember Null Sector, um, mm -hmm. which is like another enemy team. And then you just have characters that are like doing their own thing. You have uh the Junkers, which is Australia. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jared. Which is sorry, Jared. Yeah. Uh You've got like, like their, their Cassidy and his thing. crew, you know, like you've you got the deadlock gang. That's the thing that I'm most excited for. 
is I really hope that over the next two years of the game being out, they release like one or two more of these deadlock gang characters and they do like dedicated missions for them because I really like just that cowboy vibe and their whole thing. And I want to know more about them. So yeah. I, want, I want, I want new stories about all these different individual groups of people. And then I want Avengers style, some of them to come together and do like different interesting stuff. And the way that they're doing this, like kind of as this live service setup is that they can do that. They can go back and they can add more, stories and missions later on down the line they can make event special occasion missions and stuff uh because they're just setting up to do that at least i hope so i think so that's what i that's what i'm reading from all this is that they each thing is like going to be its own like destiny they're gonna Mm -hmm. have like their own games but like they're all part of the same thing like when the game comes out it's gonna be about overwatch getting back together because they yeah. split up and stuff. Um, and maybe down the line, we might go back and we might get a prequel about the formation of Blackwatch. We might get the, we might get the stories of the future with a new team or like whatever. We just well, don't just, know. There's, there's endless possibilities now. It's just, it's so, it's again, such a rich world. I mean, we know that Genji is who he is because of uh, uh, the dude, Zenyatta, you know, like Zenyatta was one of the reasons Hansel. why, uh, you know, Zenyatta helped him become who he is, right? And we don't really oh, get to yes. see that explored, you know? Uh, yes. Same thing with, um, you know, so many of the other characters where there's this rich... Or, you know, there was the short with uh, Sombra, you know? And what she was doing with uh, the Russian yes. lady. And she's, like, blackmailing her. And we're like, but what's what's to come we of that? that? We don't know. where that goes. Nobody knows. We just know just that Zarya know. gets included in it. We're like, hey, that's the character that we've been playing for five years. <laughs> She's in this short. It's like, okay. But those are such such well-animated things. And then you go and watch the show Arcane, which is goddamn incredible. And you again, you look at Blizzard, you're like, what? Why? This. Why, why, why hasn't someone over there been like, we should make this a goddamn show? And start our yeah. own Blizzard Activision streaming service. And we'll, we'll do that. We'll have World of Warcraft. We'll have StarCraft. And then we'll have them all come together in Heroes of the Storm. You know? Yeah. I mean, the World of Warcraft movie was famously a movie that came out. Oh, that was a movie I went to the theater to see just out of blind loyalty. And I, I was like, I know. I know. I even bought it on sale for five bucks. I own it. Um <laughs> I watch it and I was like, oh, what could have been here? Um, again, I think you if you love the source material, you love the movie, but you also know deep down it's not a good movie. Um, yeah. But damn it, I still watch it from time to time. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this could have been something. And we could can only assume something. that the D&D movie is going to be the same story, but we can only hope that it's not. Yeah, right. And then, you know, you got Diablo in that world too, right? Like Diablo content, yeah. you know? Diablo content would be big. Overwatch content would be big. I was just kind of joking about, you know, the Overwatch yeah, I mean, Plus I love, service, I but <laughs> but th- that's the thing is like Blizzard has <laughs> games. They don't have a ton of games, so the games that they have have been immensely popular. They're they are pop culture foundational yep. pieces to gaming and everything. You know, you could argue that their relevance in recent years has waned significantly thanks Activision. Um yeah. but what they do have out there is profound and what people have glommed onto and what they've played. And they, you could argue, I'd say they're wildly successful in what they've done. And I'm willing to bet 
if you wanted to take some of that stuff and, and turn it into uh, some sort of additional content, people would eat it up. They yeah, would eat it up 100%. in a heartbeat. I would. I fuck. <laughs> Shit. Right? I mean, yeah, imagine I wanna, that. I, again, I let's it. just start with, I, I would say the <laughs> safest bet would probably be uh, either Warcraft or um, or Overwatch. And I think Overwatch would yeah. be most relevant to what's going on now. Do an Overwatch series because there's so many stories to tell. And yeah. plus, you've got the voice actors already. And, and that's the thing is that like Arcane is, is super stylized. It's like it's its own unique form of animation. But just the Blizzard Overwatch shorts are their own like style and like quality that you could just do an entire show in in that same overwatch five minute short quality i'm sure that they are that quality and they're very expensive to make and that's why they can't make them all that long but i mean if, I just, they gotta they gotta be able to pitch it to somebody that'll give them the money to do it they can help yeah there's gotta be a deal to finance that i mean just be like look at our sales numbers guys like I, th- I argue I think World of Warcraft is one of the only MMOs out there that still charges a subscription service and is su- is successful. I think Eve Online may be one of the other other maybe the Final, only other Final one. Fantasy fourteen is pretty hot. Final Fantasy days. fourteen those are like the three that exist are, out there. Those are the big three of yeah. MMOs. And I would argue that World of Warcraft is the top of those. You you tell me that someone couldn't look at the numbers if people could look at Critical Role numbers and be like. Yeah, we should make an Amazon Prime show, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I mean, just, that would be great. And Amazon Prime is probably the place where it would want to be mm-hmm. um, just because Amazon has a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Netflix has Arcane, so I don't know if they would go for that no. kind of similar genre. Hulu is Disney. Disney yeah. wouldn't do it. Yeah. And uh, HBO. I no. mean, they, they kind of have a thing against animation right now. So. Yeah, they've kind of uh, canceled uh a lot of shit um it's a lot of shit and let's i guess we talk about it real quick before we go into the last segment that was a nice that was a nice segue um but warner brothers is removing so many shows from hbo max uh as of late um and it's 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 i've seen it like pop up on twitter and unfortunately it's for a lot of shows that i don't know i'm not familiar with but um I've seen creators just being like, hey, my show is now gone from the platform, yeah. removed in its entirety, no longer exists. I've been pouring years of my life into this, and HBO has been like, see ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Yeah. It sucks. And and the I do know a lot of these shows. I, I do frequent a lot of the shows that were taken off uh, because I'm a big animation fan. I, I, I really fell in love with animation in college. Um, one of my professors was an animator. <laughs> um, uh, and a couple of my professors, actually. And they uh, that was a lot of my fucking assignment work in college, was watching animation and uh, investing in that content and figuring out how it works from, from production to release. And... Uh, God, it's such a bummer that they're just being shit on like this. First, I mean, earlier in the year, it was the Oscars saying like animations for kids or that for will, babies. And- I tell you, anima- that and the whole bullshit of like if someone isn't physically on screen, like an Andy Circus or someone like that, you know, they're like, oh, it's CG. They're not really acting. Yeah. It's like, what the f- what do you guys think we're doing? Right. This isn't someone with a sock puppet. OK, this is yeah. someone physically acting this shit out and you can't even give them props. Go fuck you. Yeah, but uh, like Infinity Train is 
a very big loss, I think. That's like one of my all times. <laughs> like it's just such a fucking fantastic show. Um like one or two of the seasons are stinkers season one is great you you could debate that like season three and four have their ups and their downs whatever but it's all in all it's a fucking fantastic show very great premise hbo acquired that show because it got canceled by cartoon network and then they just let the creators make the show they wanted to make like they just continued to let them make that show and that it was good it was great (laughs) like and they were going to do a movie and like a whole bunch of other shit and it just it just isn't going to happen it seems like um on top of i'm seeing close enough which was uh the creator of regular show um that was his series that he made after regular show is just gone uh a bunch of cartoon network shows mau mau heroes of pure heart mighty magiswords okay ko uncle grandpa victor and valentino um all for the most part uncle grandpa i was like that show came out past my time i was like i don't i'm not into it but i know people love okko and mighty magiswords uh so it's like that's the only place that you can watch them (laughs) uh but it's going beyond just removing them from this streaming platform uh from what i understand like the pilot of infinity train has been removed from youtube and they're going back and retro retroactively removing tweets on the subject of like a lot of these shows um they are now like selling the rights to different movies or at least just throwing out the rights to um different properties and stuff like uh, the amazing world of gumball is another one that had a movie in production that is now apparently just going to be streamed on some free whatever service because they just want to get the fucking movie out uh and apparently they they got rid of like a couple hundred episodes of sesame street and they 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 took that or they're at least canceling uh elmo's like late show uh which it i have heard is like successful so I, i just don't know I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what's happening here. There's a lot of stuff. There was a uh, an animated show uh, that J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves were like kind of like co-creating uh, that basically got shit canned. Um, uh, I'm reading an article um, from Pajiba. Never not familiar with this site, but written by Kaylee Donaldson, and you know one of her things she mentions that CNBC has estimated that this mass exodus of content will save Warner Brothers Discovery some tens of millions of dollars. That's a drop in the ocean compared to the three billion dollars that Zaslav, which is the current you know CEO, says he wants to save by 2023. So and she, she goes on to say he's not earning those pennies by cutting his own impressive salary. He's doing it by hurting those who have already who are already struggling to get off the bottom rungs of the ladder. In that sense, it's business as usual for Hollywood, but the chances of true success seem slim. You're not Disney. People aren't slavishly loyal to your brand. They'll cut HBO Max before they unsubscribe from Disney Plus or Netflix. But as Warner Brothers Discovery and their infinite wisdom has shown us, they don't really care about the whims of people not earning eight figure salaries. Yeah. Um, and that's just talking monetary that it sucks for these creators because they are, uh, we, we briefly talked about it in the production meeting, but they aren't getting royalties from these shows. Like the streaming of these shows, they weren't making the money that, that the, the shows made them on the streaming services. The unions that they are in was making that money. And so they are directly taking from like their healthcare and their benefits and 
all of the things that they require to keep their families safe and stuff. And uh, and so now they don't have it's not like they, they just like lost 25 cents uh, a, a week or whatever from these shows that they're not getting a check in the mail anymore. It's it's that they are directly being impacted in form of their benefits that, yeah. that they are losing or are getting severely reduced, uh, which fucking sucks. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand the strategy. I mean, I guess it's a bit of a tax write off. You know, yes. to some degree. Again, if they're just trying to save this money, I, I'm sh- I'm just shocked because, especially if something's mostly done, why not mm-hmm. just finish it up? You know, I, I, I there's sense. definitely something to be said to know when to cut your losses. Like I think that's definitely important, but especially like the Batgirl film, it's like yeah. wrap it up, man. Put it out there. Get <laughs> something out of it. You know, just to be like, I, nah. I just don't get like. I've heard this is just hearsay or these these are things that I've heard that these creators are are saying or that they've been told is that the shows are potentially going to be put back up one day or that they are definitely not going to be taken off pay-per-view at like things like Amazon or iTunes, but they don't know if that's true. Yeah. They, they couldn't tell you if that's true or not, because who knows in a month's time after more of this shit happens you might not be able to buy infinity train on iTunes anymore. We we just don't know because it's their call at the end of the day, if they want to take it off the platform or not. So we, it's, it sucks. It just sucks for everybody. I don't know what else. I really don't know what else to fucking say about it. It just sucks. Like I, I, I've, my heart hurts for these creators just as I guess I wouldn't say I'm in the industry, but as someone who is aware of the industry and has a passion like these people do, it fucking sucks to see that they are being treated this way. Yeah, I agree. Um, I haven't created a whole lot, but if you just, if I were to have an agreement with someone and they're just to be like, yep. And then one day they're like, nope, it's all gone. Um, At the end of the day, you want what you create to be seen by people and for it just to sort of disappear because someone has a plan to save $3 billion by the end of next year. And you are just kind of caught in that. I mean, practical Doug would argue to some degree, I get it right. Like cuts have to be made. I've been in situations where I've been laid off. I've been in situations where I wasn't laid off and other people were. And I've looked at that as, Hey, this is business. This has to happen. Um, But at the same time, it just leaves a really bad taste and people's mouths is the same thing when Warner Brothers made yeah. that deal with HBO Max to basically be like, yeah, we're releasing all of our all of our movies in 2021 on HBO Max, which me as a viewer was like, this is awesome. But for people like yeah. Christopher Nolan, who was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, we did not agree to this. Like, we're supposed to be in theaters. And they're like, tough shit. We're doing it yeah. for everything. It's like, uh, you know, people lose trust in that sort of situation. Yeah. And honestly, this could lead to other pockets where artists collectively gather and find other ways to distribute that will buck the system until the system comes back and finds a way to clamp down and make money off of it and this is a perpetual cycle where people find ways to get their stuff out there but i think if there's one piece of silver lining we have found that fandoms that are really strong and believe in their creators will find ways to fund that sort of stuff and it sucks that it's the you know fans that have to do it but if that's how the art gets made and and it's it's allowed to be produced and consumed then it's nice to know at least that option does exist uh, I see Slotty has said Infinity Train versus Adventure Time. It's not exactly a fair comparison, but I will say that season one of Infinity Train is some of the best television of all time. Uh, the the season one of Infinity Train stands out on its own as as above Adventure Time. 
the rest of Infinity Train, it would be below. Like it's still very, very good, uh, but it does not it does not peak into like all time status. I'm not gonna like endorse anything bad or anything, but if you'd like a little just a surprise, just a little fun gift regarding Infinity Train, you can go check out JJ Pogchamp 69s Twitter. There's just a little something for there there for everybody involving like a Google Drive folder. I don't know. Super crazy and strange. But love it. I'm not endorsing anything or saying that anything is right or wrong when I say that. That's fair. Well, uh, I think it's that time to move on to the final segment of the show. And uh, I think the only way to start that is by playing a theme song. So here we go. Welcome to the Throwdown. That's right. Feels weird doing this without Justin, but I'm glad it's you, Noah. Always glad glad it's it's me too. Yeah, it's it's so it's so rare to get a to get a throwdown these days. I know, right? It's uh, it's so already honored. it's already uh, that time again, which is great. So, uh, in honor of your arrival, uh, I've asked the Council of Elders who have have responded, and uh, I don't think I have a drum roll. Uh, so instead, I'll just I'll just do this. Showing some signs of being fucking wet. So we've got uh, Brigitte from Overwatch, possibly Overwatch Two, not confirmed, versus Flag Smasher. Who the fuck is Flag Smasher? Flag Smasher what? apparently is uh, from Marvel, and the, <laughs> the the description says Brig has flags and a mace, and Flag Smasher well smashes flags and has a mace. So. <laughs> Fair enough. So Fair you know enough. you know Brig, uh, Brig pretty well. Uh, I do know Brig pretty well. I know about you're, you're a Brig main. On the character, yeah, would so. say that I know quite a bit about Brig. Yeah, she is my main in the game of Overwatch, as mm-hmm. as the kids say. Yeah. So fuck. What do we got to say about Brigitta Lindholm? Uh, she is a tier nine A. Is that good <laughs> or bad? A- I believe that's quite weak, but it seems like maybe Flag Smasher is around the same. He's 9B. I think 9B is, is better than 9A, but let's see what uh, what else we have. Gotcha. Uh, so she is a mechanical engineer and an adventurer who has superhuman physical characteristics, a skilled flail wielder. Uh, she has force field creation, healing, and statistics amplification with a uh, status effect inducement with shield bash. She has a stun move. Skabow. Uh, her attack potency is small building level, should be com- comparable to Reinhardt, uh, who's capable of harming characters like Rodog and Junkrat, <laughs> but regularly spars with Genji. Okay, cool. Good lore. Uh, <laughs> Lord her, up. <laughs> her speed is sup- subsonic with hypersonic reaction. Uh, and her, her movement speed is higher with Rally. Obviously. Her flag comes out. Her lifting strength is unknown. Her striking strength is small building class. Her durability is small building level, can take hits from other heroes. Her armor should be as durable as Reinhardt's, which Reinhardt can, like, I mean, at least, like, take bullets and, like, being crushed by things and getting hit by big hammers and right. stuff. Uh, so there's that. She's extended melee range. Rocket flail, barrier shield, high intelligence, but weaknesses, if enough damage is done to her barrier, it will break. There you go. <laughs> Obviously. 
So she's like a, a little mini tank. She's suited up in armor. A mini tank. She's got a shield that creates a barrier. She's got a little mace that can extend and hit people and smash and heal and make people move faster. So that's that's a, she's solid. She's I know when she's she was solid. first launched, I think she was a pain in everyone's ass. Strong. Because she can heal herself when she hits people. There you go. All right, let's talk about uh, old Flag Smasher. Never heard of this guy. He looks interesting, uh, to he say the least. Look interesting. Um, Carl Morgenthau, better known as Flag Smasher, was the son of a wealthy Swiss banker turned diplomat. Due to his father's job, he often moved from country to country, feeling like a foreigner and an outcast. And at the age of 19, he tried to follow his father's footsteps by getting a degree in political science. Wow, riveting backstory. Unfortunately, after the death of his father, his goals changed to trying to eliminate the concept of nations itself. Oh, he's a globalist. It's like, it's like the it's the fucking from the flag smashers from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, that was, that was the fucking uh, the gotcha. nationalist group of the fucking show. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Oh, all right, 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 right. Very easy to put together things. Okay, together, like fucking hundred piece puzzle. Which in turn made him clash with various heroes. The most noteworthy of those being Captain America. Okay, now it's all making sense sense all right um so he's pretty powerful superhuman physical characteristics he got a black belt in karate at the age of 15 i just love that it's like specials martial arts in parentheses go black belt karate uh he's an expert skier apparently wow uh, he has a Whoa. flying motorcycle and flying jet skis jesus gotta love these characters <laughs> uh explosion manipulation in parentheses possesses explosives that's a big difference when you say explosion manipulation, <laughs> as in Lighting I've got dynamite I've got dynamite that I can light. I mean, I guess it technically it is, right? You make it happen, Jesus. All right, uh, okay. He apparently is so powerful he can harm Moon Knight, whatever that means. Um, he keeps up with Moon Knight and Captain America, so he's pretty quick. He's at least an athletic human as far as lifting strength goes. That's great. The guy can do deadlifts, apparently. Uh, durability. They keep... Man, it's like Moon Knight's is one call-out. Durability. Wall level. Endured hits from Moon Knight. Okay. Okay, so let... Um, he's above average. He was enrolled... In, his intelligence. Above average. He was enrolled into Columbia University as a political major. A political major? A political major. Who wrote this? Um, I think... Briggs gonna beat this guy's ass. Uh, so he, he he definitely is kind of more outfitted with like skills and experience because Briggs is also fairly young. So she's twenty three years old, um, and sh she just well, kind of grew up at least twenty. But we don't know how old he is. That's true. <laughs> he is at least twenty, according to the wiki. Yeah. Uh, she just kind of grew up around heroes, and she grew up. And her dad's is Torbjorn, the the Tur Torbjorn, uh, and has the just has that experience as like an engineer. She's not necessarily a fighter, right? Can we so pause like, for a second like and just lament the fact that we don't have a Torbjorn short from Blizzard? That's some bullshit. Yeah. Well. I think we will. I think we will get that. We better because, fucking uh, have him it. And, him and Bastion are friends in Overwatch 2. That would make sense. That so would we, make might total get some, sense. we might get some lore there. Yeah, that's some bullshit. He doesn't have one. I want to see him just like working on like the world's craziest dildo or something. You know, just, you know, full speed ahead. Yeah. 
We think yeah. the first PVE map is Thorpe's house. We've actually seen that. Yes, we. Ah. It, we uh, one of the one of the new levels we're getting is going to be Torb's like workshop. There we go. Uh, which is which is very cool. <laughs> like um, Torb's but... where we see how Brig was conceived. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Back to your porn conversation. <laughs> you tried to avoid reading about. Is Mercy her mother? <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't say that so dismissively. I, I, no, I, she's not. I reject your your. But she your could judgment. be, and what I, I guess. Whoa! I don't know. How dare you? I, anything could happen. <laughs> uh, but no, her her striking like her. She's just stronger than him. Well, I think she's also got technology. I love it too. It's like, what's his range? Standard melee range, hundreds of meters with guns and other weapons. They were so lazy <laughs> in this guy's fucking <laughs> breakdown. It's not even. <laughs> I fucking love that. I mean, uh, okay, but we got to be honest here. Like, he can keep up with Moon Knight and Captain America. Like, I got to give him credit. Like, if he can keep up with them, that's no, that's no mean feat, you know. So I think Moon Knight is kind of a dog shit character too. Boy, I'm glad Wolf's no, guys, not around guys, to hear you guys, that. You no, know, you guys have already talked about that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. Well, because so it says has has hit Moon Knight or whatever, and it and it specifically cites mark specter moon knight volume one issue nine which is like from i don't know 70 years ago <laughs> and it looks like he doesn't even hit moon knight moon knight is clearly winning the fight in this in this comic no panel. it says he can harm moon knight he can harm him he he just it's this comic panel it cites is just him getting his ass kicked for six pages <laughs> There's not anywhere in this where he hits Moon. It looks like he punches him at the same time that he gets punched. Like, wow, he is just getting his ass beat wholesale, he's just isn't he? His ass fucking kicked. He can't harm Moon Knight. He it, like he maybe fucking hit Moon Knight and Moon Knight walked away fine. That's five more pages than you could last. That's true. That's just facts. Um, Jesus, he is. Gee, good God. I, I think he has. He has experience. Brig has just raw fucking strength. Yeah, like she just has the ability to. She has she technology fucking, at her. At her, she's hyper intelligent. Yeah. Like she can block bullets with her shield, which I would just like to make the comparison to that. These are like futuristic guns. Too. Yeah. These are like more powerful weapons that she's blocking with her magic fucking electricity barrier versus yeah. this guy's regular gun. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. She can she can block his bullets, get close, whip him with the fucking thing. She could stun she could stun him. I mean, I don't know. I think Brick could be Moon Knight. That's not the throwdown, <laughs> but I think Brick could be Moon Knight too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, based on the source material here, I was like, if 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 he could, you know, keep up because the thing is like, what's it say? It says that he can um uh keeps up with Moon Knight and Captain America, but for how long? Like what? A three-hit combo, and then his ass yeah. is just in the ground. Yeah, I mean, fuck. She, she every time she makes contact with him, she gets stronger. Yeah, she he could he could shoot her in the fucking cheek. She could shoot her in the face, but so long as she had hit she, him before he yeah. did that, she she heals. Yeah, her healing that by itself puts her over the edge. This has got to be <laughs> this has got to be Brig for the win. For, it's hands be. down. Uh, let me turn. Give me. Get, break for the win! Yeah. Does he look like a bitch? What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't have all the cool stuff. There we go. <laughs> Brig wins. <laughs> <laughs>
I like Flag Smasher though. He kind of sucks. <laughs> he kind of sucks. No, I thought that was great. Thank you, uh, thank you, Slotty, for putting that, that together. So I good. I very much appreciate that. That was very fun to. Uh, I haven't done one of those in a while, so that felt really really good. Thank you, sir. Woo! All right, uh, let's talk about recommendations. Uh, Noah, mm. what do you have to recommend this week? Fuck. Um, <laughs> I thought Fuck. long and hard about this because I haven't really consumed any new content yeah. lately, lately, with the exception of this movie called Bullet Train. Ah. Um, Bullet Train was a lot of fun. I saw it at the drive-in theater. I'd recommend that too if you guys have a, <laughs> if you have a drive-in theater nearby, maybe go see Bullet Train and drive-in. Um, that movie was a lot of fun. It was it was silly. It wasn't like super great I, I mean i thought i liked it i liked the movie it was it was a lot of fun it was very funny had some good moments it really used color and music really really well in a Ooh. unique way like the cinematography was very very good and for it being like a one location movie you get a lot of variety from it just being like you're just on the train the entire time uh and all the cast is like fucking phenomenal it's brad pitt uh and he's he's very good he's very funny in the movie uh, so I'd absolutely recommend uh, Bullet Train if you can see it. It probably will be out on like DVD soon too. If you guys got cool. like a red box nearby, nice, good <laughs> recommendation. Um, I'm gonna recommend once again uh, the Sandman on Netflix because they released a bonus episode this past Friday, which I did not know they were going to do. And Justin and I had talked about how. In the comic series, there's several there's a, several volumes that basically are a collection of short stories that expand the universe but don't necessarily push the plot forward. And I I was like I think they'll probably just those the, those will just have to go by the wayside, which is unfortunate, but I understand. Well, they released a bonus episode that had two of those short stories in them. One of them was really well animated. Um, it was a really cool animation, uh, which I think was a smart way to go about it because it's about cats. And then the other <laughs> one uh, was a bonus episode about Calliope, which is a muse um, and how that affects humans. And um, it was they were both phenomenal. And just one, I think it's great that they're doing this. And two, because just I'm a fan. And two, it makes sense. It makes sense from Netflix's business model in that a lot of their stuff. They want it to be trending for as long as possible. So if they release it, it trends. And as maybe that interest starts to wane, they release a new episode, gets that interest back up again. Yeah. They could keep it going. Because I know Neil Gaiman has been pretty open that no one's announced a second season. Yeah. So he's kind of peeved about that. Uh, he's like, I understand yeah. it makes it takes a lot of money to make this. But I don't know, man. I'm horribly biased on that show <laughs> and i understand that so i i would love to see more of it told i think they did a great job so that's my yeah i haven't uh, i haven't gotten a chance to finish it yet i just haven't found myself watching a lot of tv lately uh but i do want to finish it i, I like the first couple episodes yeah i i think it's a great show again i welcome all discussion in our discord channel come join the comic hey. book spoiler and tell me what you think if um you know if you haven't read the comics but have watched the show. I would love to get your reaction to it because, as I said before, I've read the comics. It's one of my favorite series of all time. Uh, it's one of the most where people are like, hey, do you have any comics? I would just shove this in people's face. I was like, take it, borrow it from me, uh, whatever you like. want, just read it. Um, and I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was 
so well done and it was really great to see that come to life and I would love to see the next parts of this because if they go the way that I think that they're going this would be very interesting to see how they tell the story so love the casting love everything about it it's so well done so that's my recommendation uh, I also never answered Zinni's question about what oh, right. my favorite Pokemon is. What is your uh, favorite at, Pokemon? At the end of the show where when Zenny is long gone to bed. Yes. Uh, we have Rockruff. Rockruff. Uh, this little fucking rock dog thing is very cute, very good, very fun. I like it a lot. So that's that's the fave Pokemon is the is the Lycan Rock line. Thanks for thanks for sticking with the plan. <laughs> I appreciate that. Much respect. Much respect. <laughs> Uh, Noah, I forgot to do this at the top of the show, but, um, you know, tell people where they can find you. If you didn't know, Noah's a streamer too. I, I had this whole thing yes. planned out. I was going to really promote <laughs> you right at the top of the show. Totally just bypassed it and forgot about it. But, uh, tell people where they can find you, man. Uh, yes. So you can find me at, on all platforms at, at Noah Reno, including, um, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, my YouTube channel, where I just released a short film as well as an animation of one of my streams from the cult of the lamb streams I did. Uh, as well as SoundCloud, where there's a bunch of fucking shitty, cringy music, but I've been putting music up on SoundCloud again. So if you're interested in that kind of shit, uh, you can go check that out, too. Nice. Also. I highly recommend Noah's stream. I always enjoy tuning in, uh, just seeing what you're up to. You're very fun to watch. You're very engaging. Um, and also, uh, Noah does really great visual effects as well. So if you're looking for someone... You know, if you're like, hey, I need help with uh, editing stuff and, and, and whatever and doing some visual work, please uh, reach out to Noah. His uh, submissions are open. NoahReno.com for any for any inquiries. Yes, he's uh, he's helped. He helped me for a while with uh, the shorts, which was really, really cool. So I, I can vouch for his work. He does good work. So go check him out. And uh, don't forget to check out MindGap on all our social medias at MindGap Podcast. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Podcast. Uh, hit the like button, subscribe, uh, all that good stuff. If you're listening to us on the audio formats, thank you as well. Uh, be sure to re review and rate wherever you hear that, especially uh, on you know, all your, your Spotify's, your Apple Podcasts, and uh, uh, Good Pods as well is a new app I've been using lately under the MindGap moniker, just so you can see what I listen to. But also, you know, it's kind of like Facebook for podcasts. You can see a bunch of what people are listening to. You can rate and review everything. It's it's really fun. It's a great place to check us out. Um, follow us on all that sort of stuff. Come check out our Discord. Hang out with the cool people of the MindGap community. Uh, check out our merch uh, and our Patreon. Links in the description down below. And don't forget to check out the Minecraft uh, video game live stream on Saturday, 8 p.m. Central. I can't wait. Noah will be there. I so. can't wait. Slotty will be there. Zinni will be there. Uh, Tint will be there. And possibly more. So it's going to be a dandy time. Come check us out then. But, you know. <laughs> With that being said, Noah, thank you so much for stepping in for Justin. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Absolutely. And thank you, Doug, for hosting the show. Oh. You're welcome. So until next time, uh, I'll say, uh, Noah, thank you. Doug, thank you. Chat, thank you. It's okay. Listeners, thank you too. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.